Hello and welcome to another edition of the Screaming Eagles podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Manly Seagulls. I'm your host Ben and joining me as always is Australia's answer to Charlie Bit My Finger, Star Wars Kid and lots, many others of viral uh, internet videos is Billy, hello darkness, my old friend, Buttons. (laughs) Yes, that's Billy Double Underscore Buttons Twitter, not to be confused. And of course, you run the website NRL Memes, yes. right? That's you. Is that's that me? Yeah. That's me. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. What a um. Well, I'm. I'm you know what? It'd be pointless asking what you've been up to this <laughs> past two weeks, because <clears throat> of course we didn't re uh, record last week due to uh, sickness. Sickness. Billy sickness. had a uh, man man cold. Yeah. Um. But, of course, it would be pointless asking what we've been up to because the whole, dare I say it, the whole world knows what you've been up to. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm blown up. Yeah. There's no other way to put it. Yeah. You are 2017's AIDS virus. That's You're true. everywhere. Uh, it's nice to be viral in a good way. Normally, yeah. <laughs> when I go to the doctor and I get... Normally, it's just something done. on your lip and it's, <laughs> it's a little lip. bit of cream. Let's, let's call it my lip. And... Um, it was very, yeah, it's been a big week. I've kind of, look, listeners, the Magnificent Seven, been big supporters during this period. Haven't they? Yes. Haven't the listeners rallied around <laughs> you? For someone who... For an outsider. Yeah, for someone who's generally referred to as scum. Barry, <laughs> <laughs> cunt. Yeah, they've definitely rallied around you. And I think that's just, you know, that's just rugby league. That's rugby league. That's you're in the rug, the rugby league family. We had a metaphorical prayer circle for my <laughs> for my lack of acknowledgement. Yeah. Because we all know, as rugby league fans, mm. as just as as human beings, we mm. know that people who create memes yep. get credited. We all now, remember who now made for, yeah. for all those people, for all those people who aren't on Twitter and aren't aware that you are. As big as Rick Astley <laughs> yeah. right now. Um, why don't you just <clears throat> why don't you do a quick uh, a, a quick summation of, of what's happened over the last couple of weeks? Well, where do I start? Where do I, it's been <laughs> the a beginning. big yeah? It's been a big... started in Randwick <laughs> thirty nine years ago. <laughs> uh, so I was sitting at home watching as as I'm known to do on a Tuesday, having no discernible employment at present, watching Fox Sports Mm -hmm. (laughs) with one hand flicking through Twitter uh, in between other websites that we won't go into here. (laughs) Rich's Realm, shout out. Yeah, shout out to our sponsors, Rich's Realm. And I saw the Cooper Cronk, you know, announcement that he's going to leave the storm. And we'll talk about this, obviously, a bit later, football term-wise. Um. And what I love about Twitter, Twitter and sport is just, it's the marriage made in heaven Mm. because as soon as anything happens, people just rush in and it's almost like a bit of a contest as to who can get the quickest zinger out and they were flying left, right and centre and I'm watching them all unfold and and I'd thrown my hat in the ring a couple of times for, for some, you know, trying to get a bit of viral tweet activity and not had a lot of love, I must admit. And um, I was watching the press conference, trying to think of something funny to say. And I saw Craig Bellamy sitting there like just a spare dick while 
Cooper Cronk shopped himself around. Didn't he? Um, didn't he own the room? <laughs> yeah. Like you forget Bellamy was even there. Yeah, he didn't. Like, why did they make him go there? It's he was kind of looking like a real Foxtel presenter. Yeah, exactly. As he was holding that press yeah, conference. Yeah, exactly. You know? Just, so, um, or so, should Fatty be watching his back? Absolutely. Is he the next yeah. footy show host? Yeah, he's the, the. I mean, I could see Cooper Cronk in a dress <laughs> next to the big mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was, um, I thought, here's a zinger. And I actually got straight on the video and my computer took forever, like, because it's a pirated copy. Shout yeah. out to um, our our enforcement listeners there. But um, I, I uploaded, I did it all. It worked perfectly. There was a little bit where Bellamy comes into focus and I panned across and I zoomed in, uh, did it all pretty quick. Took about 15 minutes, to be honest. Mm. And uploaded it, and straight away, um, Nathan, shout out to to Sea uh, Eagle Spur, yeah, on Twitter was was probably the first one onto it, and he was like, boom! But he didn't have audio. I think he was at work or something, and I so I'd obviously put the audio from the Simon and Garfunkel in there, mm. um, and then a few other people because this is of course. For those who haven't seen it, it's the meme from Ben Affleck Affleck talking about Batman versus Superman. Who was the other actor in that? Um, Henry Cavill. Yeah, very good looking. Much like myself. Who reminds me of a young Billy Buttons. (laughs) that's right. Before the drinking problem took over. And unemployment set. Yeah, and I shrunk a few few feet. But um, so I did that and those guys were straight onto it. There was, um, who else was there? There was... uh, Mario? Sharky Dave was one of the first oh, yeah. ones. Yeah. And Fake Dave Smith, he was also like, get in it, this will be good. And I have the inside word that they might be one and the same. Yeah, there anyway, you go. That's, I don't want to... Sharky know. Dave and Fake Dave Smith. Maybe. There you go. Maybe. They were both on it. And um, Hannah, Princess Hannah, a Tigers fan, right. were getting me to... So I, I've <laughs> uploaded it, got a lot of love, and I was pretty happy because, you know, you like yeah. to get retweets. It's, yeah. it's soothing for the ego. I think people these days are... I think people put too much emphasis on the liking yep. and not enough on the retweet. Yeah. A retweet really doesn't do anything <laughs> for anyone. Like, I've literally A like, put, you mean. A like. A like, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, I've literally put a question up on Twitter. I like. I'm a liker. <clears throat> yeah, but I get it. But if I put a question up on Twitter and people just like the question, it's like, <laughs> that's not why the question was there. I don't want you to go, hmm, that's a good question. Good point, yeah. It's up there to answer, yeah. not to like. Not to like. Go, hmm, you've really put a, a real head scratcher in there. <laughs> yeah, well done. Well done. Well played. <laughs> yes, what is life? Anyway. <laughs> like. Um, yeah, so anyway, then I got a bit of love and I sh- uh, the ego took hold mm. and I decided that if they like this, they'll like the full version better. That's mm. well, That was kind of the point. So I uploaded it on YouTube and I put the full high-def version on YouTube. Yeah. Didn't think anything really more of it. It was quietly patting myself on the back as I went to pick the kids up from school as I'm getting, like, more retweets and yeah. thinking this is pretty sweet. And, um, yeah, then our Facebook site, NRL Memes and Comedy or Humour or something, oh, yeah. they, um, they uploaded it. They stole it off my YouTube, which is pretty easy, which is where I'd stolen it from in the first place, the footage. mm and um, 
they claimed it, but they put this this comment on it claiming it as their own. Well, and they put their own watermark on it, <laughs> yeah, they put their watermark. which I think was I think for me that's where it stepped over the line. Yeah, is when you actually get something that somebody else has made and you put your own watermark on it to say this is ours, and then you've got the comment above saying we, we made have this. made this for parody purposes. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah, and then throwing the watermark on it, and it was a bit like oh, yeah, yeah. So that was to be fair. I hit them up and I said, guys, just like I sent them a message mm. and I said, guys, you just credit me if you're going to take mm. it. Like, don't put your comment there. Mm. And they came back with some wishy-washy, oh, you know, it's for your own safety. Which is we bullshit. don't credit yeah, anyone. Yeah. And then I went, well, you know, that's, you know, just don't take it then. Mm. Or you can, it's not so hard to just say courtesy of. Um, but, or not put your own watermark on yeah, it. Yeah, not put their watermark yeah. on it. And in fairness, you know, it wouldn't have gotten out. They've got probably 50,000 followers on Facebook mm. or something. But then it went nuts. When they got mm. it, they had within like within like two hours, they had 200,000 views mm. on Facebook. And then I'd gone and picked the kids up from school, came home, and I think you messaged me saying a guy at work has just yeah. shared it with me. Literally sitting next to a guy at work and he brought his well, a bit of downtime and he brought his phone out. He's going through Facebook and all of a sudden I hear this, hello, darkness, my old friend. And he had a little chuckle and I looked over and sure enough, there's your video. And I'm just like, oh, a mate of mine made that video. And he just went, oh, oh yeah, who cares? What does he do? NRL memes. And I went, no, they stole it off him. And then I started giving the, the story. And before I could get two seconds into it, he just went, oh, all right. Who cares? Yeah, I don't give a fuck about the background <laughs> well, of it, mate. That's you know, right. If someone stole something great, I'm just enjoying it for a chuckle. And then I'm going to... Go to the next one. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? like, and and so then we had as it as as fate would have it, um, I had dinner with you and your lovely wife that night. It was mm. her birthday. Shout outs to everyone involved, and my <laughs> wife was there, and we all had a lovely meal, and we were chuckling over it at dinner. Mm. Uh, and it was that was on the Thursday, if you recall. Yeah. And so we'd gotten our, our babysitter to come over, Simone, our old um, nanny who her family's all into footy. She, her dad played for the Tigers. Um, her husband plays. Her brother played for the years. Like big footy family. Mm. So we went out. We had a chuckle at dinner and we were kind of laughing. And guys on Twitter were, you know, not all heroes wear capes. Mm. Um, they were firing up and, you know, asking for retribution. Which is great. I which is awesome. It. it was I awesome. I thought it was fantastic. And it was very good for the ego too. Yeah. yeah. But we were also kind of acutely aware. Like once you upload a meme, no one really gives a fuck who made it. Like mm. it's it belongs to the internet, mm. you know. So that was that. We had a lovely dinner. Had quite a few scotches after dinner. Mm. We came home. We had a few arguments about... Because they weren't scotches. That's right. They were whiskies. That's right, yeah. Because only scotches from Scotland. <laughs> yeah, that's, and they were Japanese. And they were Japanese. Yeah. So that's not scotch. And well, we tried they... to tell the waiter that and he refused. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because a whiskey from America is a bourbon. Oh, there you go. Yeah, anyway. Okay, yeah. well, I get it. Yeah. Um, but then we... We when It's I, like Scottish people hate people stealing their whiskey memes. <laughs> so, that's not Scottish. It's like champagne. It has to be from champagne. So yeah. it's all connected. It's all connected. You don't want your meme stolen. They don't want their scotch or that's their right. champagne stolen. It's, you know, yeah. respect, respect then, IP people. And then Greece tried to get in on it and tried to ban everyone from calling feta 
feta unless it was from Greece. <laughs> well, that didn't work out. Rollerblades, so you can't. Yeah. It's inline skating, right? Rollerblades <laughs> are brand go. of inline yeah. skates. A Hoover vacuum cleaner. Yeah, we could go yeah. on. We could go on. And let's. Let's. <laughs> what <laughs> else? Uh, that's about all I've got. Okay. <laughs> um, but then so I got home and just because Simone was minding our kids, she's sitting on the cat and the kids are asleep. She's watching the footy show. Mm. So we come home. I never, like I haven't watched the footy show in about six years, I would say. Mm. Come home and we're just thanking her for minding the kids. And as we're sitting there, freaking comes on Channel 9 and my Twitter starts blowing up again. Boom. And then, then there was some real... But then I think what happened, I actually started to get a bit fired up. Well, you, you've forgotten this part, so can I just interject yes, here, yeah. is that you, in the meantime, mm. had been in touch with the professor on the Triple M... Oh, uh, Matty oh, Johns. sorry, Matty yeah. Johns show on yeah. Fox. Yeah. And they were going to play it. Yeah. And they were going to credit you. Yeah, they were going to credit you. And then once it got on the footy show, yeah. it was already out there. So they weren't going to play it. Yeah, that, well, they and came the f- back and said, we can't yeah. play it. Yeah. And the footage show had credited the NRL memes. Yeah, that was something. And NRL memes then took the footage and fucking put it on their Facebook saying, yay, we made it onto the footage show. Yeah, I know. Like that a sucked. fucking jerk off. That was, that was a yeah. shit thing. Yeah. I mean, again, then I got some shit. So I feel a bit torn because then I was firing up about it going, this is fucked. I sent them mm. a message going, um, guys... You just got credited for something that you just stole mm. off me, and mm. now I was going to have like this footage on um, NRL, the Matty John show, and they mm. won't use it now. Mm. And the guys just brushed me, going, "Oh well." Oh, because I jumped on there too. Yeah, and he got really pissed off with me. Okay, saying you guys are a fucking bunch of losers. Billy doesn't even care that I stole it. So why are you <laughs> fucking going? And I said, "Well, that's bullshit. He does fucking care, you loser." And he goes, "Yeah, well, take this. You're blocked." <laughs> Oh, but then uh, it went on. It did look. It was. It was funny. It was actually. But a valuable a, lesson was learnt. Watermarks. Watermarks. Yeah, I know. To be fair, you could have like it would have taken someone five minutes to just do the exact. Yeah, same but I reckon thing they're that, that fucking lazy that they wouldn't have bothered maybe to not. do it. Yeah, maybe you know? not. Anyway, that but was anyway. so that was eventful. Yeah. Yeah, and so then using that experience, I did the bloody flight. The United flight one. Mm. That was a lot more work. Which actually. I and I thought was a lot better. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I like that go. one. I thought Thank that you. was quite funny. That's nice. The other one was good. It's like, oh, that's clever. But that one was actually funny, I thought. I had to go fr- you have to go frame by frame yeah. and do like a little Anyway, I did that and then that got a bit of love. So I'm I'm I feel like I'm no longer just an unemployed uh part time podcaster. I'm also yeah. an unemployed you know, meme artist. You're slash a, podcaster. You're a viral guy. Slash a viral sensation. I mean, how many people watch that on Facebook? Well, it had like it had about 300,000 and then they say they have to take it off after two days. Mm. And then it's on my YouTube now and it's got about 1,800, maybe 1,700 people. So, that's a lot of people are saying yeah, that. Yeah, kind so of a big deal. You've got to feel good about yourself. So, yeah, shout out to all the original Magnificent Seven. Yeah. You guys were here. Yeah, Thank backing, you. backing it up. <laughs> Retweeting it, attacking that, that guy. And can I just quickly say too, um, the NRL memes on Twitter is actually not the same people as NRL <laughs> memes on Facebook. I made that mistake <laughs> and went after the wrong people. But look, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Someone deserves some wrath. Yeah, and he does, but at the same time, what a loser. He yeah. sits at home 
in his underwear, yeah. eating cheesels, <laughs> scouring the internet for things he can steal. Yeah. And I know that for a fact. Yeah, there you I go. I know he eats cheesels in his <laughs> underwear. That's that's not just a guess. That's, yeah, that's, that's a fact. That's a hard stat. Yeah. Which is a new segment we'll be doing later on. Hard, hard stats. stats. Yeah. So that was my fortnight. And wow. So apart from in between being laid up with a man flu. Yeah. And basically... Getting drunk. Getting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> At the races. On, on. Yeah, I went to the races. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. yeah shout out to the races. Yeah, shout out to those nags. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of horses. Mm. Lots of fillies, but let's just say the most of the action we got was from the mares. Boom. <laughs> so uh, that was me, you know, so viral sensation, mm. guys, you know. Tell your friends you know me. <laughs> can I just, um, also, can I just say quickly, if you're hearing this during the podcast... We are drinking scotch tonight. Yeah. No, whiskey. No, scotch. This is scotch. This is scotch. Yeah. Normally we drink beers, but we've been drinking beer all day, so we decided to go into the scotch. So we've actually, a bit of ice. We've actually been drinking at the spiritual home of rugby we league in the We did go Inuit. back there. We went, and wa- we went to the Petersham Inn again mm-hmm. to watch the uh, Para v Tigers game. What a game. Um, we may or may not get to that later. A spectacle. I don't want to promise things that we all might just... <laughs> Gloss over. Yeah. Um, and uh, I dare say somewhat disappointed. False advertising. Yeah, it there's, was there's... pretty empty and there was no uh, titties. <laughs> no titties. They're, to paraphrase a great coach, yeah. there has to be an investigation. <laughs> it's got to we be. We were promised. But as it turns out, only Thursday, Friday and Saturday nights is yeah. when it's time to go. Yeah. So uh, we'll probably go back there for the Manly game on <laughs> so I'll Friday. Be there. And th- I'll be there Thursday, and Thursday. just to make sure. Just to make sure everything's yeah. on the up and up. So let's. what about you, Ben? How um, you... <clears throat> mate, look, nothing compared to what you've been up to. <laughs> but I do have a little axe to grind. Okay. Um, obviously, birthdays, um, weekends are just filled with kids' birthday parties mm-hmm. now at the moment. And we went to one uh, last weekend... And the parents had organised a entertainer. Like Peter Shamin style entertainer? Or? No, not that no. kind of okay. entertainer. As in someone who brings a really bad uh, cordless speaker <laughs> and just plays rubbish through their iPhone that you can't really hear and just Charges tries it. to be really excited and basically takes the kids away so you don't have to deal with it. Okay, yeah. Um, and so they're doing their thing and there she's doing, okay, let's play a game, let's do this, let's do that. And then if you won, you got a sticker. Mm. And, you know, she was one of those things where everyone has to win because mm. heaven forbid kids these days don't win something and they're, True. you know. So everyone was getting a sticker and I was like, oh, there's my two kids, they got stickers, okay, great. And then we got home and then I had a closer look at the sticker. The sticker was the name of the company and the phone number... And the email address. And it said, if you're looking for a child entertainer, please call, blah, 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 blah. So they're basically just sticking a business card (laughs) on my child and sending it back to my place looking for business. Trawling. Chumming. I believe the term is chumming the waters. (laughs) And I really didn't care for it at all. Now, I've seen this child entertainer before at other kids' entertainers, at other kids' parties. Female? Yeah. I'll be having a word next time I say it. I was like, my child is not a fucking walking billboard, okay? Do not put your cheap, shitty stickers on my child trying to drum up business. Okay. Because you're doing the opposite. It really bothered me. 
Some people might say I might have too much time on my yeah. hands. <laughs> Some people might hashtag that white people's problems. Well, the, <laughs> well you know. while thousands are dying overseas, I'm worried about a sticker with a phone number being put on my child. Well, but you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. You gotta play, you gotta play what's in front of exactly. you. Exactly. And if that's my only problem, well, fuck it. I'm gonna worry <laughs> about it. So we had those this is again another trap for the the listeners out there that don't have kids, obviously, school pick up as a as a full time house father slash part time viral sensation on the internet. Uh, you do notice the nannies, but we went to a few parties where they had this girl show up, and the mums hadn't cottoned on, but the dad she was she dressed as a fairy mm. and was painting people's faces, but she was smoking hot, mm. and the dads would all just sit around like giggling like ten year old schoolboys. Um, so she had two parties before the girls cottoned on. But yeah, that, that's, that's, if she had handed out a sticker, I would have gladly taken it. To the it. next Bucks yeah. party. <laughs> kids. Would you like to come and paint my face? My mate's getting married. Will you come and paint our face? Or faces? maybe I'll paint your face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, let's, uh, let's move into news. News. Mitchell Moses agrees to Parramatta deal and wants immediate release from West Tigers. Wow. Big week. It's um, the NRL. It's the home and away of sport, <laughs> really. Yeah. Every week, Sally Fletcher um, is dealing with Mrs. Mangle. <laughs> She's still alive, Mrs. Mangle. Probably she not. She can't be alive. She can't be. No way. Um, you know, uh, every every week there's another drama. Yeah. And who doesn't love a drama? We all love drama. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, as, as our para representative, yeah. Mitchell Moses, we watched him today. Dare we say he handed para the victory <laughs> with that fucking horrendous kick. Um, uh, he... Do you think, A, he's worth the money? Let's just put a figure on it. Mm. 800 grand. Um. Oh. And B, do you think he, knowing that he's going to Parramatta, do you think he threw the game today with that stupid kick at, at the end? No. Because like, that, mm. I wouldn't say that was a rookie error. That was a fucking retard error. Yeah, I don't think he threw the game. So I'll, I'll start with your second question first. Okay, and your first question second. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he threw the game. He scored a pretty good try for the Tigers, actually. Uh, at, in but the that, at half. the beginning, yeah. And at no point did he think, "Oh God, we might actually win this." Oh, they look. The Tigers have he. They have a few people to blame for that loss. Mm. He wasn't the, the the first and foremost. The it was an ordinary game of footy. We'll, we'll deal with it later. But uh, I love it how we say that, and then we never we deal never with do. it later. That's okay. People don't listen that far in anyway. Um, <laughs> shout out. To all seven of you that do, and um, we'll be putting a secret message at yeah. the end of this podcast <laughs> yeah. where you could win a big prize. Big, so prize. tune in to yeah. the end. Tune in right to the very end, yeah. and that includes music as well. Maybe it's hidden in the music. Maybe. Um, so no, I don't think you threw it, but I don't think you were serious in that question. I'm not super excited by him being signed. Like, I was hoping we get Cronk 
mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, Tim mm-hmm. Cleary's like, in the room. <laughs> I, sound, I sound like an extra from Are You Being Served. Mm-hmm. I'm free. <laughs> um, so, uh, I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. Parent need a playmaker. They need a half. Tacarain. They need someone who fucking gives a shit is what Parra need. But anyway, we'll yeah. talk about we'll talk about that later. Yeah, they, so they need a playmaker. I've, yeah. I, look, I think it. Was, but isn't Corey Norman a playmaker? One, you need two halves nowadays, and they've got one yeah. half. They had foreign, as you like to call him, yeah. and <laughs> for three games. Yeah, for three games. Um, <laughs> the glory days, as we call it. The glory. <laughs> Parra legend Kieran Foreign. What was his record at Parramatta? Was it a hundred percent? It must have been close to... I don't know. Against yeah. Manly, it was 100%. Brilliant. Anyway, yeah. that's para against Manly. Um, yeah, I think yeah. they need a 5'8". A so I, I don't have a problem with the signing, and I don't think they've paid him... I don't know how much they've paid him. Tigers, Tigers fans are up in arms. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with the signing. I'm not... But at the same time, I'm not ecstatic. I don't think... He's not one of the leading five eights in the comp, but he's a promising five eight. I feel like at the Tigers, he's too small, you know. To him and Brooks as a pair, to me, mm. are just too similar to one another. They're both so little. I'm hoping when he goes to Parry, he's going to have Manu Mau next to him. He's going to have um, Nathan Wood, Nathan Brown next to him. So. Hopefully that gives him a bit more freedom. I, I, from what I've seen of him, and I've not paid a lot of attention to him until he signed with Para. Today he was hit and miss, and from all accounts he's a bit like that. You could mm. he could win you the match and lose you the match in a game, but we need we need someone. He's a decent kicker. He can kick goals, so he ticks a few boxes for us. Mm. He's on a two year deal. He's not. I would have rather had Cronk to be honest, but I'm not. I'm not up in arms about it either way. I'm not. I'm not disgusted with it, nor am I thinking he's Paris' saviour. Because we need more than just him, clearly. Yeah. Gavin Walters says Daily Cherry Evans is next in line for Queensland number seven. Mal Meninga takes blame for fall. (laughs) Um, I mean, is there anything more ridiculous than uh, state of origin talk at any point? It's pretty shit. Someone has one good game and suddenly... oh. Jeez, he's put his hand up for Origin. Yeah. Like, the fucking, um, you know, the, 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 the fucking guy Happy who's Coruscant. dressed... The guy who's dressed up in the Seagulls outfit can run on <laughs> and they go, wow, look at the way he runs. He's put his line up for... He's put his hand up for Origin. And it's just like, fucking hell, guys. Like, it's... Yeah. Getting, it's pretty punishing. And I, and I feel like it's for a lot of... For a lot of the reporters, it's just a... Fuck, what have I got to write Still, about? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just talk Content. about origin hopefuls. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Kevin Walters has is, is come out and said, um, you know, he's... Next in line. He's well, next in injured, line. Right? So, ben Hunt's injured. So if you look at Thurston's... Yeah, but really, would you put Ben Hunt above Jaylee Cherry Evans even if he wasn't injured? I mean, I should... I put him maybe equal. Well, I think DCE for the games, you know, for Manly season... He was really good for three of the games this season. Mm. 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I wow. Look, I mean, I call me crazy, yeah. but he's playing well in the games where the forwards were moving forward. Yeah, exactly. I mean, wow. I, who would have fucking thunk it? Yeah. And lo and behold, um, the Cowboys have lost Tamo and Matt Scott, and oh, suddenly fucking Thurston's not looking so wonderful anymore. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. like guys, like yeah. fucking hell. You know. I think I think DCE. You know, he probably is. I mean, DCE would walk... I, I don't like DCE as a bloke, right? But he'd walk but into... why don't you? He should be well-liked by everyone. He's, he, he, he hasn't <laughs> served any time in jail. That's his problem. Right. He hasn't, he hasn't done any gambling issues. He, has, he doesn't hang out with fucking bikies. Like, he is the role model of the modern NRL player. So why does everyone fucking hate him so much? He's not, he, you know he, what he is? He's the Anne Hathaway of the NRL. <laughs> he's a lovely person, and for reasons unknown to anyone, everyone hates him. No. Just like America's darling, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> I like Anne Hathaway. Yeah. I just don't like DCE. Uh, again, I've, I've told you all this before. I don't like... He's, uh, he's Mr. Robotic. I feel like he's got a personality. Oh, they all fucking are. Oh, I know, but he's... he's Anyway, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to bite on that one. I think, yeah, he's probably in line. He'd play, he'd play for New South Wales in a heartbeat. Garen Foran set to be Melbourne Storm target in bid to replace Cooper Cronk. Now, could there be a player more loathed in manly history? than Kieran Foran if he goes to play for Melbourne. Yeah. He left Manly, who gave him everything, <laughs> to join Parramatta, and then the next team he chooses is the Storm, possibly Manly's two least favourite teams. And he's gone and played for them both. <sighs> Do you think... I mean, he would have to be hated around the world, right? If he... Well, Warriors fans will turn on him if he yeah. leaves them. So who does it leave? No one. Well, that's not a big loss. Sturlo. Warriors fans. Well, New Zealanders make up about 90% of the uh, current NRL that's true. players. That's true. Uh, it's such a weird situation. You would think that the Warriors haven't gone into bat for him. And the Warriors, you know, they turfed para last week. But the Warriors, I know no para aren't very good, but their squad is potentially amazing. Oh, like, yeah, it's the same every year. I know it's the same, are. but even this year, I, I, I think it's even more so. You know, Sean Johnson is legit, right? He's a legit mm. good player. Foran is good, you know, and Foran is the type of 5'8 that Johnson needs. Mm. A sensible... I don't know, don't know what I'm trying to say here, but he's just a sensible... He doesn't throw the ball no, around. He's not super really athletic, you know. Like some tactical, I don't know, some sort of some yeah. sort of football anyway. that only Billy Moore can describe. Yeah. So he plays that style. They looked really good against Para. They've got they've got rep players coming out of their ass mm. everywhere, mm. and they've taken him off the back of, you know, his phone's still getting seized at the airports when he travels, <laughs> mm. and they're like, "Yep, all good, nothing to see here." You're all making a mountain out of a molehill. Surely he's got to stay with that club. That's that's got him through this issue. Mm. Now I know he's got a he's got a wife and kid here, so he's got 
you know, the game is bigger than some things. But You know that. I know that. Does he know that? Well, I don't know. But it's also, it's rugby league. It's nine months. You know, plenty of people I know have jobs overseas or mm. families deal with shit mm. for that type of money. Mm. I don't know. I, it, Kieran Foran is just a mess of a bloke. I still, I still feel like a really good player. I feel like you guys saw the best of his game. Mm. Played very well against Para though. Mm. But Para have a tendency to make people look pretty good, to mm. break people's uh, losing streaks. But that's pretty... It's it's kind of inconceivable, don't you think, that he's already looking at his next big club I, I, and people think, are just going, yeah, Yeah, sure. I, I don't think he'll be going... I mean, everyone's been saying Storm, but I don't think he'll be going Storm. No, well, that's, I think he'll be going... Dogs. Is he'll it? either stay where he is or he'll come back to Sydney and play mm. for one of the Sydney teams. Mm. Um, Would you take him back at the mighty... the mighty cheats? Uh... uh not for the kind of money he wants. Yeah, yeah. I've said this before many times. You need to throw the money at one of your halfbacks. Yeah. One of your halves, sorry. Yeah. And then you need I've to done f- that. and yeah. then you need to fill in with a an honest player. He doesn't need to be a superstar. You got two superstars, there's not enough football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For them yeah. to see it. Yeah. We've made our choice. We've gone with Cherry Evans. <coughs> and then we just need to find some young kid. We've got you know, we've got Green in there for a couple of years he'll, and he'll be fine for a couple of years and then we just need to wait for someone to come through. I mean, I guess we're hoping Jackson Hastings will turn into some sort of good footballer. If not, we'll get, you know, someone, some, someone else. Yeah. But I think we've got money to spend. Yeah. We've, we've got money to spend on other players and regardless of the fact that Foreign always says it's not about the money, I think don't think he's going to take a massive pay cut to come and play at Manly. Cause yeah. He's scumbag who doesn't know loyalty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, amen. What? Did I say that out loud? We agree on something. Did I say that out loud? Sorry, I meant to. <laughs> and then I just want to uh, do uh, this week's uh, Not All Heroes Wear Capes. Well, and you know, we've t- I've touched on it though. I do. The first prize this week has to go to. Those folk, the loving folk. When I was feeling down and out after yeah. the para loss and having my my moment of glory plucked from me, the the, the uh, you know the, the magnificent seven, the came magnificent through for seven you. came yeah. through, and so they're, even they're, late they're, mail gave you a bit of a yeah, like, did going. he? Oh, well, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't think it, everyone but late mail. Everyone but late mail. That's okay. Um, but I'd like to put I, I'd like to put up um, Jackson Hastings. Okay, again. again. Wow. Two-time nominee for uh, Not All Heroes Wear Capes. Um, Jackson Hastings went and bought one of the home jerseys. Okay. So we went up the road to where, Ma- Para, uh, to where Manly sell their merchandise. Yeah. Bought a home jersey. Wow. Because, you know, we've got to watch. They don't grow on trees, those jerseys. <laughs> um, and got it and signed it and presented it to Leanne Ellum as a surprise Easter gift. Wow. And Leanne, well, she's in a wheelchair, don't know what the problem is. <laughs> but there's a problem and he's... <laughs> but look, he's done that out of the goodness of his heart. I like what he's trying to do. He's clearly... He's learnt from his lessons at, 
at East. I feel like he went into East saying, yeah, yeah, I'm a first grader. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. And I think he's then suddenly gone, holy shit, I was shopped around and no one wanted me and then Manly's given me a lifeline. And I like the fact that he's making the most of it. He's okay. getting out into the community. He's buying jerseys for... <laughs> People in wheelchairs. Did they... If you're in a wheelchair, is this is this insensitive? But it, do you wear a jersey if you... Like, how do you put it on? Oh, if she's, A jersey? What? Well, she's... It's well, not... She, she's clearly paraplegic. She's not a quadruple. She can get her arms in. Yeah, yeah. She can get her arms in there. <laughs> but even people who are quadruple, they don't just fucking go around nude. <laughs> I don't know how it works. We'll get so... We'll, Jack, ask, we'll ask Cameron Smith. He'll Jack, tell us. Jackson. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> we'll edit that out. <laughs> Um, no, leave that in. Um, so Jackson Hastings, once again getting out into the community <laughs> and being this this week's at least nominee. Nominee. Joint winner, shall we well, say, of uh, Not All Heroes Wear Capes. He's doing a very... Remember Angry Anderson um, in the 90s? When every second, like... Oh, he was always doing He was always on current affairs. Yeah. Like, for Building some, houses. For someone in a wheelchair. Yeah, Ronald McDonald House. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah. like, g'day guys, Angry Anderson. I think Anderson. Ronald McDonald's house is for people who've eaten... Too many Big Macs, right? Now they well, can't get around. Uh, I'm, I'm not there yeah. yet, so maybe expect, not. Expect a knock on your door from Angry <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> and then I'd say choose the, the this week's well, choose the door more, winner. I've got some more news. Do you want to? Oh, hey, well, I just want to say okay. choose choose the door winner is wow. has got to be uh, your mate Akira. Akira Somi. Akira choose the door owner. Akira Somi. Over. I don't know how to say his surname. For years, Avua. he chose the girlfriend. Yeah. Then he chose the drugs. Yep. Now he chose. Uh, and then he chose the drugs again. No. Then then he chose yeah. the piss in the. Or was that somebody else? I think else? no. That was that was um. Somebody else. Kenny Edwards. Oh yeah, Kenny. Edwards. He chose the breezer on his girlfriend's <coughs> face. And now he's choosing the try line. Yeah. So he's really turned his, dare I say, redemption story. Yeah. Well. You can't can't say redemption with that N and an R and an L. Yeah. And it's hard not to be happy for the guy. Like, I know people out there just... Yeah, I'm not struggling with um, it. There was, I was trying to be ironic, but anyway. Um, so. But I'll tell you what, in, in the game, which we'll get to yeah. later. We've we got, we got a lot to get to later. But in that game, he really had fast... Yeah, he was powerful. He was powerful, big acceleration So from the line, really busted through, really punched through that line, you could say. <laughs> Well, he chose the door, in fairness to Kirasomi. He did choose the door, but he misunderstood because he threw his girlfriend into the door. Uh, so I don't know if you heard, that's what right. he was charged with. All right. He, I'll put, you know what? I'll put my hand up on that an one and say, you know, you've got to let that slide. Yeah, uh, that's probably my <laughs> fault. Um, you don't choose the door to hit someone with, yeah. you hit the door yeah. instead of hitting somebody. That's... So, yeah. yeah. Look, I can see how a complete moron would get that wrong. It's so. grubby. I mean, you get these guys scoring tries and it's grubby, isn't it? So, you're trying to... No, I'm trying not to take the gloss off the winners. I sip on my lovely scotch here. Yep. But it's not nice to see these guys out there scoring tries. But no. Because if he wasn't there, who's... somebody else out there could have scored that try. He's taking the position of someone who has chosen the door. Yeah. It's 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 opportunity cost. Yeah. So anyway, there's our there's our there's our winners for this week, Kirasami. Right. Now you got some um, more news? Yeah, I've got a bit more news here. And I don't wanna again, a bit of this fame, the internet fame. 
It does things to people. Sure. I'm not I'm not one of them. But we've as a podcast we've kind of blown up because Kind of blown up. I.e. we're back to the numbers we were two yeah, years ago. We've almost after it took a massive dive after Billy Buttons joined. <laughs> I think you took a dive before I joined. I just didn't help the dive at all. It went a little bit further south. Yeah. But all good things, you know, what goes down must come up. Is that what I say? <laughs> uh, Bulldog Richie. Yep. Shouted out during the week. Well, didn't he? There were two things, weren't there? What was the one you called him out for saying, listen to our podcast? Well, he was talking about how he hates the players after a game, laughing yes. and joking with the opposition and high-fiving. And I said, you must listen to our podcast. Yeah. And he replied... Never heard Clearly of lying, never even heard <laughs> yeah, of your podcast. Right. Which I said, well, Zorba's been on there and so has Michael Carianas. Yeah. and he didn't respond. So I find that hard to believe. <laughs> and he didn't respond at yeah. all. So that was the first Bulldog Richie, but this was yeah. the news item was uh, this one. Players will risk being sent to the sin bin for slaps to the face of mm. opponents. Mm. So the NRL is listening too. Yeah. And they introduced a new rule based on our argument. Yeah. Like Marbo rule. Yeah. It was named after Marbo. This will be the screaming this is, eagle. This will, well, I was going to say, Cherry Evans. <laughs> Oh, it looks like he's going to be Cherry Evans here. <laughs> <laughs> Sent to the bin. Because <laughs> the commentators. It's Tim Cleary's. Look at him, box. he's striking. It's the vibe. It's it's the Cherry Evans. Yeah. It's the, yeah. So that's an interesting rule. I, uh, I, look, I get it. But I, mm, what do you think? I've spoken. I, I honestly don't think that you can do any major damage with a slap. Mm. I mean, obviously, you can do major damage with a poke. Yeah. If I take my middle finger and I fucking shove that directly in your eye, yeah. or as Hopawati, one of Australia, one of Manly's immortals, <laughs> Favorite proved, sons. shoved it up someone's ass. Was he with Manly then? Or the no, Tigers? he was with Tigers at the time. He would have never done that with Manly. <laughs> clean. Good never. clean club. Um, uh, I, I think, I mean, wh- I mean, where are we getting to? Yeah. I mean, like I said, you can poke someone's eye out with your finger. So you're not allowed to fucking poke somebody mm. now. I mean, f- I mean, if you suffer from the AIDS virus and you spit over a litre of spit into someone's mouth, they can get it. Is, are we going to... Are we going to ban spitting. spitting in other people's mouths? Is that... <laughs> Is that what we're is that what we're talking about now? Yeah. Well, but the game's I mean, soft. it's got out of hand. It's Rugby got out league. of hand. Next thing, people won't be penetrating assholes. <laughs> no one will be spitting in anyone's mouth, and it will. We may as well play tiddlywinks. We might <laughs> fucking netball, yeah. wing defence. You got within a meter. Beep. Oh, okay. So there's my news story. Okay. Nice. Sydney Roosters chairman, Mr. Nick Politis has today announced the appointment of Mr. Joe Kelly as the club's new executive officer. Wow. Wow. Some people... It's not just cats that land on their feet. It's, it's fucking yeah. in, in incompetent Kelly. idiots. Um, so, Joe Kelly, uh, the GM of Manly yeah. for the last two seasons, who's entered the club with a lot of fireworks got into, uh, within the first month of taking the job, got into a huge yelling match in the halls of Manly HQ with Manly legend Jeff Toovey Mm. over the hiring of 
uh, Luke Burgess, and I believe the arguments went, he's a Burgess, We've, we can sign him, I'm, I'm going to sign him, to which it was, but he's the shit Burgess. So who was who? Was Tuvi knew he Tuvi, was? Tuvi did not want him. Okay. He did not want the shit Burgess. Hmm. And Luke Kelly, who had come straight from Souths, surprise to fucking prize, wanted to hire the Burgess brothers because at that point they thought, well, the Burgess uh, are amazing. There's nothing they can't do <laughs> yeah. other than hold the ball. <laughs> tackle. And tackle. Um, and not throw a fucking forearm into somebody's face. But apart from that... Great. Yeah. Great team. Great, great family. Team. Have you met the mum? <laughs> Julie. Very, fam- very friendly. Yeah. Well, Rowan Russell. Um, so... So anyway, so he got into a big slanging match. So he was the one who brought Luke Burgess, future immortal Luke Burgess, into the manly fold with the promise, and I believe the, ca- the, the carrot was dangled. If we sign Luke, when Sam comes back to the NRL, which we all know he will because he won't be able to survive in, the un- in union, mm. um, he'll come and sign with Manly because he'll miss his big brother Luke. Uh, that, of course, didn't play out. The other issue, of course, was when you sign a major sponsor... A friendly chit chat over a beer is never enough to actually seal the deal. <laughs> you got to do things like contracts yeah. and all sorts of stuff. But Joe, his main priority was getting out there and getting that Coco Joy on the on the jersey, yeah. and worrying about the details later, um, which I believe is still carrying on in court. Okay. So that still hasn't been solved. So yeah, he's so so coming in manly. He did two seasons before being fired. He uh, signed the shit Burgess. And he also uh, signed on the major sponsor, who then turned around and said, what, huh, no, uh, no, <laughs> we're not the major sponsor. Uh, we don't know what you're talking about. Uh, which then went to court and has been proven that it was true, that they hadn't, but now they're back in court trying okay. to do something else. So he got fired. We then got in, obviously, um, Nathan and Ivan's brother, Tim Cleary. Or uncle. Uncle, Nathan's Tim Cleary. Nathan's uncle and Ivan's brother. Um... But yeah, Joe Kelly. He's been signed by the Roosters, which well, makes you wonder what the fuck. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, Manly have a egotistical kind of club legend, Bozo, running the show. And I know. Well, that, hang on a sec. What's that got to do with what well, I just said? What? Give me time. I make good points. All right. Um, you wonder. I mean, the Roosters are Nick Politis's ship. Even though he might not be the CEO, I guarantee you at the well, Roosters... Well, he is the CEO, isn't he? No, he's the chairman. Oh, right. So, so Kelly's the CEO. Mm-hmm. And now, Politis is chairman. But Politis is the puppet master there. So, I don't... They can... You know, the Roosters can have whoever the fuck they want as a CEO. Nick Politis is making those decisions. And, ma- and maybe, maybe that's what he saw in Kelly and went, well, this guy yeah. clearly is incompetent. Um, and so he, I'll just put him in the role uh, to you know fill in the spots. But you've got nothing happens at the Roosters without Nick Politis pulling strings. Mm. I mean that's the single biggest asset the club has is Uncle Nick. So I kind of I'm surprised that Kelly would get another job. But I'm also in terms of rugby league leadership roles, mm. it's it's like. It's title only because there's, you can make there's, there's no way he's got any power at the club. Everything that he does has to be okayed by Uncle Nick. 
That's my that's my. But then, one. but then, why get him at all? Like, why not just get? Well, I some think they other, need they someone... need CEOs for like for duties. So yeah, but he's a like, proven idiot. Yeah, I know. I don't know, mate. I don't know. I I know that. I I, you, I couldn't tell you who the Roosters CEO was before mm. him. Mm. You when you think the Roosters, you think Politis. Yeah. So. Dodgy, Brown dodgy, dodgy Nick Politis. Yeah, it was funny. I was watching Brian Fletcher was on uh, the night that you know. Again, I don't want to keep going back to my internet fame, but you need to move on. I do need to move on. But um, I watched the Professor, mm. and Brian Fletcher was on there, and he was just like, it's it's funny how they just joke about how the salary sombrero they call it and how much they got paid, and he was talking about getting TV vouchers, but it was so specific. Because someone said, oh, because Uncle Nick will just fix you up with, like, a free holiday, wouldn't he? And Brian Fletcher was like, oh, no, 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 it was TV vouchers. But it was so specific that it mm. made me think, well, of course, it, there's, there must be some truth in it, right? Mm. Um, and the Roosters always. They're in but the, the difference is he's not going to get caught on tape talking about it like the, the parable. Well, they're going to record their, themselves yeah. saying, how do we move this player onto TPAs mm. rather than salary. So let's not go there though. It's been a it's been a nice night. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. The Screaming Eagles Podcast. Hello darkness, my old friend. That is now Bill starts with a kick from Manly. That went too far. Big name Sumitano with a fantastic take. They score with their first sets. Manly pay the ultimate price. Smith down the short side. Tottenham player just walks over. That's too easy for the Melbourne Storm. The left side defence for Manly is leaking. Across the field looking for Bruno Barlow. He flies above the ball. Game. So, I mean, we haven't podcasted the for two weeks, so we didn't talk about the St. George game, but let's just talk very briefly. I can sum it up in one sentence. Poorly. 
<laughs> play poorly. My concern. Well, actually, I think the I think the two I think the two games are related. I think so. We we, we play poorly the whole game. There's nothing. There's literally not a single positive thing you can take out of that St George game. St George game, no, no. Yeah. Um, I I think with the St George game we got. It's a flip of a coin. Some people thought it was dodgy. Some people didn't think it was when DC got taken out when he was going around to marker. Yeah. Yes, he got into a little bit of push and shove. Yeah. But the guy literally grabbed him when he was trying to run over and held him. And I think that's when it became suddenly, no, it's not push and shove. The guy's actually restraining him from getting back to dummy half. And I think that's when the penalty should have been blown. But anyway... That's not my point. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put it in for yeah. that one dodgy thing, but there was that call, and then at the kickoff, I mean, and and, and people have said, well, DC shouldn't have been fucking around anyway, and and I agree with that. He shouldn't have been. But yeah, regardless, yeah. a penalty is a penalty, and I think that one was. Um, and then there was a kickoff for the this week's game against the Storm, which supposedly went out. On the full, but as Chris McQueen from the Titans actually tweeted during, after the game, he actually had the game and he paused it and actually took a photo of it. And if you actually have a look, the the Storm player did not have his foot down in in out outside. He, his foot wasn't down when he took the ball, so the ball didn't actually go out on the full, and it should have been a, a drop goal. It should have been a, a, a restart. Okay. Drop kick. So probably Manly's got a pretty good case then, you know. So well, we did let thirty points in, but it well, was a wrong no, decision. No, but it was. But both times we've had a wrong decision go against us in the first two minutes. One was right on the foot. But here's my point. I'm not saying that's the reason why we yeah. lost for either one of them. My point being is that the storm then came and they then scored. So like literally on that next possession. Mm. So both times we were then down, you know, a try down after two minutes. Yeah. My point being is that we just crumble after that. Yeah. A fucking right call or a wrong call, whatever. Should be able to, yeah. There's, you, you're going to get, I reckon, during a game of rugby league, you're always going to get about 5% bad of wrong calls. Yeah. From both teams. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. It's at the beginning of the game. You got to you put it. You got to. You got to put it behind you. And move on. And both times, Manly was unable to move on, and we just crumbled. Yeah. As soon as we got behind at the beginning of the game, we just crumbled, and and it's got nothing. And we lost not because of those bad calls, because both calls came within the first two minutes. So we had another seventy-eight fucking minutes yeah. to get it back and win the game. Um, but we just couldn't do it. But look. Against the Storm, uh, sorry, against St. George, we were just terrible. For a full, See, I, for a full 80 minutes, we yeah. were out-enthused, outrun, out-everything. We were never, at no point, we were in that game. And what upset me the most is not not the fact that we lost, is it the fact that I wait all week for the game and I look forward to it and it's <laughs> and I plan my day around it. Like, okay, I'm gonna do okay, I'll take the kids in the morning and I'll mm. do this and I'll Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go out, honey, you go out and you go and have some lunch and you go have a nice break and I'll take the kids and I'll do that. But remember at three o'clock I've the game's I've on. got the game. 
So I I, I, I put my day around yeah. it. And then the game starts and it's just shit for three hours. And it's just kind of like, fuck, I, I could have... I could be at a titty bar with Billy right now, <laughs> but I've decided to watch this game instead. And I, and I think that's what I found, I find the most... Painful. Painful is that at no point was that game enjoyable, even for a second. Yeah. And it's like, it's the weekend, I've planned for it, and the game is just shit. Yeah. So that's, I don't want to get into who played shit, no, because no, everyone no. did. Everyone well, played badly, and we deserved to lose, and it was a terrible game. But let's, but then moving on to the Storm game. Yeah. Uh, well, can I just say also on that Dragons game? Yeah, it, I I kind of looked at it, I kind of looked at it as though Manly were on such a high. Yeah, and you got that first call. Now I I disagreed. I thought DCE was just dumb in that position to do what he did, but it was still a you know it was a fifty fifty call. Mm. Um, I thought they got it right, but again it it. It then felt like nothing because shortly thereafter there was a try given to Manly. Uh, I think uh, one of the Manly players went for a try. Aiden Fennell Blake. Yeah. was probably and like one of ten the minutes one later, of the St. Yeah. George players knocked it out of his hand. Yeah. Ref called play on that it was a strip. Yeah. And was grounded in the end goal, um, and. Then the video ref overruled that. That's what I, I didn't like that call because I feel like when the re, when the on field ref calls it a strip play on, mm. he's watching it right there in real time. And the point of the video ref is to overrule when there's been a clear mistake. Mm. I don't see how that was a clear mistake mm. that they overruled it. And then it felt. Well, you even see the St George player's hand, yeah, coming out it in the direction up. that the ball was coming out. So in. I thought that yeah. was a bad call. And then it did just have that feeling, which I'm very familiar with, where you just go, "It's not our day." Mm. And so it didn't entirely surprise me when Manly, having come off such a big high, you know, it's been quite an emotional start to the year. Mm. You got to think, three weeks before that, Trent Barrett's getting asked about you know, does he still have a job as a coach? Then three weeks later, they're up there with, you know, front runners for the premiership. And then it all kind of came crashing down at St. George. Was it at St. George? It was no, it was at Brookie. Or was it Brookie? Um, so it all kind of came crashing down. So I kind of wrote that one off. So but so I, I kind of wrote that one off as a look. This is just, let's wipe that away. We're, and this and is the thing. We are, we are a young team. Yeah. And... Things like that are going to happen. It's, yeah, exactly. I, think, I don't think I've seen Tom Travojevic play a worse game than that yeah. that week. And everyone he, was... Everyone was just terrible. And yeah. I think that's what happens when you're a young team. You don't know how to back up yeah. a huge emotional win. You think you're just going to come out and you think it's just going to happen. And it's just, it just doesn't happen in, in the NRL. It's a, it's a tight comp with... Yeah, and most St. teams. Have, and St George have proven themselves too. Yeah, you know, I, top of the table. At the time, we were all probably thinking. Mm. Oh, we said it before the game. Oh, it's hard to get a read on where they're at. Mm. Well, they've, they've now beaten some, you know, consistently beaten pretty good teams. So that was a tough game against a pretty hot team. Mm. So then that brings us, I guess, to Manly. Well, to to, to Melbourne. To Melbourne. Yeah, which again. I mean, we're talking about the number one team, and then we're talking about the number two team. Yeah. So it was. It's a pretty tough. One two punch, yeah. um, and essentially in the first half we just gave them too much possession. Yeah. Again, I, I unlike the St George game where we lost, 
I, I take positives out of the Melbourne game. Melbourne game. I feel that, like, again, we scored the points. Our offense is, is firing, and I think that's the one thing about this season, at least, is our offense is firing. We're scoring consistently over 20 points a game, so yeah. we're, we're there. We know how to score points. Um, and it's not like Trent Barrett has to, fuck, we've got to go back to the drawing board. Like, they were scoring all over the park. They were this no. way and that <laughs> way, and they were, no, no, no. Every they try. score the left... They yeah. scored down the left-hand side every fucking every time. time. Like, so, yeah, and every I time. And they kept that. on doing it. They kept on doing it until the half-time. They were up 30 points. They, had th- they put 30 points on us. Yeah. Then we went into the sheds and Supercoach TB went, well, this is, guys, they're scoring the same way every time. This is what we need to do is stop it. We came out at half-time. They didn't score again. Yeah. So, and I take a lot of positives. It's kind of like, okay, well, we were able to shut it down. They, they were only scoring on us one way. Yeah. They were only getting through this one way. Yeah. Once Supercoach TB told the guys what to do, yeah. they didn't score on us again for the rest of the game. 40 minutes, they went scoreless, yeah. which is pretty impressive to do, really. Yeah. And then, but then I guess the flip side to it is, is well, why does it take a half time? Like, who the fuck is on the field? <laughs> like, why isn't it was painful? What, what, yeah. what, what, what's going on in the field that they were literally just, just rolling in one after another, and they weren't difficult tries. They were just spreading it out wide on the right hand well, side. That, it was yeah. just see, I, I was watching it, and it felt I don't know who to blame. If if I was going to blame someone, I'd blame Tafua. Because it no, felt I, like no, 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 because he no, because it was actually most of the tries. Tafua, most it? of the tries were going in between Kelly and Green. Okay, it felt like they didn't trust each other, mm. and that's you know to be expected to some extent. You'd mm. hope by round six it kind of works itself out, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm more than happy to blame Tafua most of the time for okay, a fucking so but. Him. I don't think it was Tafua. Yeah. I think it was it was it Green was, and it was Kelly and Green. Yeah. I feel and the second rower who should be in there, which should be Winterstein, yeah, wasn't in there as well. And I feel that that's where they were just pulling us apart. Cameron Smith, you have a look. Cameron Smith comes out of dummy half, and he's got like four players converging on him. Yeah. So there's got to be those are the four elsewhere. players yeah. who should be out, and then he gets the pass away. It's kind of like you know, guys, it's just Cameron Smith. Like, he's not going to bulldoze up. He's not going to run over the top of anyone. Yeah. He's not going to outstep anyone. It's just Cameron Smith. Like, and they've put got, two guys they're on They're him. dangerous on that side, too. They've yeah. got uh, Vunavalu at the Storm, right? And they've mm. got um, Adokar, that really fast guy. Well, he's on the... He's on, he's the, on the others. He he's scored on the one other, of the yeah. tries. He came yeah. around, did he? They, they've got uh, young Tupin, Tupinapanu. Okay. Which I believe he's related to young Matt Moylan. <laughs> They're both young. Yeah, yeah under under 19s, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, yeah, and then, look, and again, not not no excuses, but Jesse Bromwich is back from injury. Cameron Munster's back from injury. It was a harder side to play than... And Melbourne Melbourne had been hurt the week before. That's right, with Cronulla. the Sharks. Yeah. I think we all knew that Melbourne were going to have to... Mm. And they'd gone through that Cooper Cronk, 
issue the week before, yeah. you kind of expected Melbourne to come out firing. I wasn't surprised. I actually was... I thought, you know, what was it? 18-0 after something like... 18 minutes. They scored a, eight, yeah. they scored a minute... A, they scored a, a, a point a minute. So I think Manly can take a bit out of it, but you do, you do have to... That many points being leaked is that they've got to fix that up. Well, this is... Obviously. The, obviously, yeah. and this is the problem that we had the last two seasons is that we have lapses. Yeah. And then we crawl our way out and we come and going, well, we won the second half. But yeah. Hooray. But uh, that's just not good enough. Yeah. And yeah, look, look, again, I take a lot of positives out of it. We came within four points. That's a pretty good fucking it. Like, to only lose by four points... When you're down by you, that much, too. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, they've they've beaten some really good teams and they're second on the ladder. And Yeah. And again, we... Offensively, we're clicking. We can score points. We know how to do it. We've just got to line up defensively. Yeah. And I think definitely our left-hand side is our weak side. That's where I think the majority of tries are going to be scored and are being scored. And we've just got to, we've just got to fucking come up with a solution. Right. Yeah. We've got to, we've got to shuffle some people around defensively. Yeah. But again, um, Uate, got to be, got to be the buy of the season. Yeah. Fuck, he's good. He's getting tossed around in Origin names. Oh, yeah. Now, he, I'm yeah. the, I think I'm the only person who hasn't been tossed around you in Origin nine. No, no, Laurie hasn't, Laurie hasn't, hasn't called good. me yet. Yeah. But um, well, you're not a full. Look, I. I I, I didn't watch the game live, um, but and I, and I was expecting a lot worse from what I was reading on Twitter and stuff like that. But when I watched the game, I didn't. It's hard to say I don't think we were that bad because we we let thirty points in in the first half. But it was kind of like we were good, we were good, and then boom, they just score a try. I'm like, oh, and then we were good, we were good, and then boom, they just score a try out of nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like we were just dominated the whole time. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing. I came away just not feeling... I felt shitty after the uh, St. George game. Well, because we lost by a lot more. <laughs> but after that after that um, Storm game, I just didn't feel as bad. Yeah. Um, we had to pow out, obviously. Um, and Nate Miles was rested, which was weird. Um, for no real reason, other than they said it was the Fords... It was kind of like a forwards rotation. And I thought Lloyd Perrett came out and actually played quite well. Mm. Um, Frankenstein. Winterstein. Uh, Frank, Frank Winterstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. Um, he scored a try. Yeah, he's there. He does he's, play. He's, he's, starting to, he's starting to find himself. He did all right the week before too. Mm-hmm. So, um, Or maybe that's a sign. When he plays well, we lose. <laughs> If he's the best player on the field, well, we lose. That's you know, not a good we thing. We've got some other metrics we'll go into. Yeah. I think um, that's one of them. Yeah, that's one of them. Um, so anyway, so we got, you know, we've got uh, Canberra next week. So tough. bring them on. They're a tough side. At Canberra too. At right? Canberra. Yeah. yeah. We'll see how we go. Yeah. I, I feel that um, I feel that we're going to be competitive in, like I've said before, I think we're going to be competitive in... In a lot of games, yeah, and I think because of the the age of our team, I think there will be the blowout every four, every, every four every four or five games. There'll be a blowout, and we'll yeah. go, "Whoa, guys, we really need to re-evaluate what we're doing," and then rally around it and come good again. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's what the Saint Ge- that's what was the the, the Rabbitohs one was. Yeah, that's what the St George one was. Hopefully, we just get a couple get of wins together. in the next couple of couple of games. Yeah, I feel like Canberra are 
Canberra had massive, massive raps on them going into the season. Mm. I don't think they've lived up to them, but they were still a good team. I feel like I Man- think they're. In, I think last season they improved as the season went, and I think this season they are as well. Yeah. I think they they take a while to warm up. Yeah, I, I think they Manly have that kind of game where they'll score points on Canberra. Mm. But what I'm what I'd be worried about is Canberra's got two of the best centres going around. Yeah. And so that's Manly need to figure that out quickly. Now they figured it out in a five minute half time break. Mm. So hopefully that you know for you guys they can they can figure it out again. But you know BJ Leilua is a handful. Well, again we've got BJ and Rapana. Yeah. Right hand side going up against our left hand side. So yeah, against. that's the concern, yeah. isn't it? Um, and you do it as is, you because those out, guys could fucking carve us up. You need, you know, Brian Kelly is not a huge unit. No. Um, you need some help out there from your. your I feel like they need to put. I feel like they need to Jake just put. Jake Trevojevic even. Well, no, yeah. I feel like they just need to put Frankenstein out there. Yeah. He's pretty quick and he's a big body, and I feel like they just need to say, right, well, you just if they score, you know, on, on the three, you know, not not out that far. If they're sort of getting through the middle or something like that, fuck it, we'll live with it. But don't. Just fucking stay out there and stop them from getting over because those guys can. I mean, those two guys alone can if put fucking forty yeah. points on yeah, you exactly. without too much drama, and he's a massive unit. Yeah. But anyway, we'll we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Friday night. Yeah. Look forward to it. Look forward Boom. to it. The Screaming Eagles podcast. Okay. Um, I'm done. The lovable uh, part of the podcast is taking the world by storm. <laughs> We're basically, uh, we talk about things that we've had enough of. <laughs> um, so I, I, I've got a few this week and some uh, listeners have sent in a few as well. Okay. Um, so I'll, let me just start with a couple of mine. Um, talking about a draft in the NRL. I'm done. You're done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about it. Okay. This has been happening since Terry Hill took them to fucking court back yeah. in the 90s. No more draft talk. No more drafts. Over it. Well, it doesn't I'm really done. work, does it? The draft. Because there's not, well, not like there's... Um, where do they come from, these young which, players? Which team has dominated... Which team has won two, three, four... Premierships in a row. Which which team's doing that? Yeah, I think... No one is. Well, so, therefore, it's pretty... It's an even kind of fucking spread. What you're missing, though, what you're missing is those teams that maybe haven't made the eight for, say, seven or eight years, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where a draft... But that's got nothing to do with salary cap. Power over the salary cap <laughs> for five years and didn't make the eight. So, clearly, that's got nothing to do with salary cap. <sighs> we'll just edit that Yeah. <laughs> anyway, next... Yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah. If David Clemmer gets a starting position <laughs> in the origin side, I'm done. I'm done. There's a there's a lot of thing. I, I I don't think I'm going to be watching a lot of origin. No, there's a lot of. Well, I've got a lot of provisos going into origin this season. Well, <laughs> Laurie likes to reward. He's loyal. He's loyal to yeah. those who lose. And next year. He'll be very. He'll be loyal again next year. Yeah, when he's got when he's yeah when he resigns because why wouldn't you resign Laurie? Yeah, 
Uh. And they all talk about him on on the radio and 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 the podcasts as some football genius. Like, oh, have you seen so and so? Isn't he great? Well, I believe Laurie's been looking at him. Oh, 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 Laurie's been looking at him. Oh, well. Brew hoo hoo, Laurie, yeah. the the amazing. He's come down Super from coach. his he's come down from his mountain to have a look at some players because oh, if Laurie casts these eye on some people, then yeah. you know they must be fucking good. That must be good. amazing. Yeah, they, they he must be able to carry on his winning form if Laurie's fucking looking at them. Well, we've we've already ascertained that Clemmer is a myth. He had one good game, and he's yeah. done that. What's he done since? You got to pick. Beats up on smaller players. Ah. <sighs> He's shit. He's angry. I like angry players in origin. I will yeah. say that. Yeah. But I, I think he... Maybe a bench. Would you have him on the bench? Or no. you just don't want him there no. at all? Why? What, 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 oh, what's he going to do? Just come on and get angry and yeah. slap someone and, in the and, face. And probably give away a penalty within five minutes yeah, because he's angry. Okay. I mean, New South Wales, for the first time... I'm, New South Wales have got a lot of good forwards. Yeah. And I don't see Clemmer as being any of them. But then, having said that, I don't see fucking Woods. No. <laughs> the myth. Being that great either. He's a fucking myth. Okay. You cut his hair, shave him off, and he looks like David Clemmer. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of my I'm done's. Yeah. I'm going to steal this from you because right. I think, I, I think yeah. this was one of yours, but yeah. I'm going to steal it. Yeah. Aaron Woods getting traded for James Graham. Yeah. I'm done. Like, what, what a stupid trade. Firstly, I would take James Graham... A hundred times out of a, a proven winner. Well, he he's played in a grand final. Mm. He's you know if Aaron Woods didn't look like an extra from fucking Lord of the Rings, no one'd remember him. He's kind of like the Aiden Tolman, but without the lovable albino complexion. <laughs> like he's a fucking myth. He's playing. In, yeah. If he's such a good prop, yeah. Why is his team so shit? Yeah. You know, like we've got Tim Manor. And at least say what you will about Eels fans, but at least we all recognise that Tim Manor is fucking shit. But Tigers fans, like they're calling him one of the big four. Yeah. He's a myth. Well, compared to the other three, he is. <laughs> well, in I mean, size. That's, but that's the problem. Yeah. The big four. That's, yeah. When you've got two midgets in your big four, it's not about weight. No. So, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, now, we've got some uh, listeners who have sent in a few. I'm done. This is Ben R47, who's, of course, been on the show. Yeah, magnificent, um, Ben. If there's another prayer circle... Yep. I'm done. Yeah. Well, there was one. There was one today. today. So, Ben... Ben's done. Ben won't be look, watching any para games. <laughs> to be fair, though, doesn't take a lot for Ben to be done with football. <laughs> no, with para. Oh, yeah. if the wind changes yeah. direction, I'm done. Uh, no, that's a fair point, though, because the prayer circles are ridiculous. Yeah. But it's... And the, 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 and the only reason is because they do it, they're do they doing it in America. It is. That's the thing. They've watched They've watched the you know football's family on yeah. the NFL network and seen Jared Hainsey over there with his Big shirt dog. off. Big dog at eight. Big dog eating in a prayer circle, having fumbled four punts. Yeah. It's... Look... I totally respect the players' rights to their beliefs, but why does it have to be on the field? Like, what you know? But why do it just because America's doing it? This is the problem. Yeah. If you had such deep faith, why weren't you doing it before? before? Yeah. No, no, no. 
America's doing it. Oh, so it's cool. So they're doing it because it's cool. Yeah. Not because of their deep faith that God has said that they should win that day or lose because you jump in there regardless of how well you've done that day. And, and it also touches a little bit on the point we were talking about with the having just come off a heartbreaking loss and then arm in arms with the other players in front of all the fans that have paid money and that have gone out there and that have allocated their precious time mm. to watch their team play and spent their money on overpriced pies and overpriced chips and 15 overpriced beers. And it's just, I don't like it. I'm with you. I'm with you, Ben. We, yep. I'm done. Uh, uh, this is from uh, Andy, which is at the right bloke. A Channel 9 game just kicked off on time. Wow. I'm done. <laughs> well, he's, he's done. He doesn't, he's like, he doesn't like punctuality. <laughs> he's, he clearly was allowing for the 10 minutes of faff, gone to take a bog, and now they're kicked off and he's missed that crucial kickoff in Para versus um, was the Tigers. Channel 9 game. Was that Channel 9? Yeah, it was Channel 9. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Wow. Um, so Andy doesn't like punctuality. He's done. He's done with Channel Nine. That's right. I'm done with. Well, Channel. yeah, I'm done with. As Channel soon 9. as well, I've got another one. Here we go. I'm just going to throw that in there. Ray Hadley calling a Channel Nine game. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. done. Terrible. Although I'm going to I'm going to take this a step further. And I know I, I like Fox, mm. but Blocker Roach as a commentator. Mm. I'm done. He he. I remember the twelfth man took the piss out of him, mm. where he was the sideline reporter, and every time he spoke, they'd say, "Hold the phone blocker," and they'd, <laughs> yeah. you know, before he could even say anything. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of people in the industry were hoodwinked into believing that maybe he was a legitimate commentator, because you know he was. You, you, the story with Blocker was he was banned from commentating for a long time because he bashed a bloke. And the guy's lung collapsed and almost died. Oh, I don't remember. That. Yeah, that was. A, I'm well, sure. Well, he left Channel Nine because he didn't want to get dressed up in skirts. Anymore. Yeah, I think it was actually because he bashed a bloke. Oh. Really? Yeah, right. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm normally wrong, yeah. but I think that's allegedly. What yeah. No, we'll run that. We'll we'll let it that out if it's incorrect, and our lawyers check it out. Yeah. We won't. But um, so I, so I, I don't mind him compared to because at least he's just there for comments. Uh, he Hadley's says, call- this could be a turning point. Had- Hadley's calling the game. <laughs> he and Hadley is just terrible. And, and and I feel like Hadley is the young Matt Moylan of commentary. <laughs> yeah, Are like- you honestly telling me that he's one he's the best commentator we've got after Rabs? So yeah. if Rabs can't call the game, you call in fucking Ray Hadley. Yeah. And it's the same with Matt Moylan. It's like are you, are you telling me he's the best five eighths in New South Wales? Got <laughs> is that is it is this a legitimate thing that you're saying right now, young Matt Moylan? God help us, yeah. If that's the case, so okay, anyway. they're all good. Yeah, they're I got a, good. I, uh, I got a couple more here. Um, uh, with all uh, if people keep calling Matt Moylan young Matt Moylan when he is actually twenty five. I'm done. <laughs> and that's from uh, MJ Eagle 23. Okay. Shout out MJ Eagle. Yeah. I'm, I'm done with that. Matt Moreland, full stop. That's if Mo. I hear one that, more... That's Mo, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Mo. If I hear one more story about he's giving up the captaincy or whatever, who gives a fuck? 
There's there's literally three people who care. Gus Gould, young Matt Moylan, and the Oak sponsors. Yeah. And apart from that, who gives a fuck who's the captain? Moylan was on the field too doing the Corey Norman, a very good Corey Norman. Very good Corey Norman. High-fiving. Yeah. He's, you know, had a very big chat to... Um, who was it? Was it Wade Graham or someone? After yeah, probably. just been absolutely humiliated. Yeah. And he's out there breaking bread and having chuckles at the last. He's probably talking about coming to the Sharks to replace Bird. <sighs> anyway, I'm done. I'm with you. I'm with um, you on that. Young Matt Moylan. And then the last one, we've got one from Doz, which is Doz at tweets. Do- Doz Tweets. Yeah. Peter Wallace being brought up as possible origin hooker <laughs> for New South Wales. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he is the Tim Manor of hookers. Like he's you kind of go, you kind of like, is he even out there? He's not even a hook. He's a halfback. Is, is he out there? Is, where is he? I can't even see him. Is he actually? Is he playing? He's like Frank. He's like Frankenstein or Tim Manor. You don't even know if he's out there. Well, who who are New South Wales hookers though? Well, there's Robbie <laughs> Farah, and then coming off the bench, you have got Robbie Farah. Yeah, because he does both now. But Robbie, he Farrah, comes up. Robbie Farah comes off the bench and he starts. But correct me if I'm wrong. But Robbie Farah's not starting for the Rabbitohs. No, he's not. No, that's what I'm saying. He's coming off the bench. But so, so then, you've got Robbie Farah playing both so roles: that, the, the hooker and the bench player. And the Rabbitohs are not killing it, right? No. Are they in the even in the eight? No. If they are, they're only just. I think. So if if he can't crack the starting hooker position for his club team, yeah. And I know, I know that Laurie is all about loyalty to losing teams. Yeah. But it's like but you, you who, played for me shit last year. I believe if I pick you again, you give me the same effort. Yeah, what's that saying? Like, oh, like to to do something over shame and over. On, shame, expect- shame on you. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Or as I tweeted to um, Buzz. Uh, the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again, but expect a different exactly. result. Exactly. What? Because that was Buzz going, Robbie Farah has put his hand up for Origin. <laughs> he's, he's, he tweeted, I just went, oh, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, well, he's one. Well, uh, he's, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Have you got With one? A, well, I do I've got, one. I've got an I'm done. I've got one that I'm just thinking of. Yeah, I, I've I got one. Talk about it. I, I'm done, right? Yeah. Coaches and commentators legitimately talking about a team will do well because they don't have any players good enough to play Origin, so therefore they will dominate during the Origin period and get into the top eight. Yeah. I'm done. What kind of fucking comp do we run here where Origin... Mediocrity is rewarded. If you're a run-of-the-mill team, then you will be rewarded with a top eight spot. Because you will do well during that period. Yeah. Like, that is that is a legitimate thing that people talk about now. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, they'll make the top eight because they'll, they'll get on a run during Origin. It's like, so we have this... It's essentially an exhibition match. Yeah. It is. It's an exhibition match. It's the best of the best. Come and have a look. Roll up, roll up. <laughs> $2 will get you a throw. News. <laughs> Origin. We've literally got an origin, uh, 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 an exhibition match that d- can decide the fate of a few teams during the actual season of NRL. Yeah, this is turning into a bit of a whinge, but it I guess it is a whinge. But that's you this know is what? this is what happens when you lose two games in a row. You just fucking have a whinge about <laughs> well, everything. Well, you know the other thing that touches on that because 
I'm done with them choosing origin teams in New South Wales in particular. Well, it's only New South Wales. Where they, they suddenly say, oh, we have to pick a pairing. So, oh, well, we have to pick... If we're going to have James Maloney, we have to have Chad Townsend because they're used to playing with one mm. another. Or, no, if we're going to have Mitchell Pearce, mm. then we have to have Luke Keary. Mm. Like, what's the fucking point of having a rep team then if you're only going to pick pairs? Like, you don't say it about your, oh, your props. So we've, it's, not, it's not about a team. Mm. You're trying to pick the best squad available from the best players. Mm. So if the players, if, if Mitchell Pearce isn't good enough to play with a 5'8 that he's never played with, well, guess what? He's probably not fucking good enough which he to play Origin, which we already know mm. he isn't good enough to play Origin. I'm, I'm done with that. Like, just pick the best players in the best positions and mm. don't pick players out of position. Don't have, On current form. Don't have fucking Matt Moylan come in at fullback because, oh, well, you know, he's a decent player and, yeah, we think James Tedesco is a better fullback, but, gee, Moylan's close and, oh, we don't really like... At halfback, so we'll put Maloney at halfback and then we'll just put... That's not how it works. Look mm. how good that's done you for the mm. last 12 years. Mm. I'm done with it. I'm done. So that's what I was thinking of. Because I was thinking... How they... many... You look at Queensland side. How many Queenslanders do they have playing out of position? They pick wingers on the wing. Yeah. They pick centres on the centre for centre. Yeah. With the exception of Greg Inglis. That's right. And... The rest of the team. Thurston man. plays five eighths instead of half back, but what the fuck? But and whatever. then the half back nowadays is two. <laughs> there's two halves on yeah. either side of the yeah. field. Ah, uh, you're done. I'm done. I'm All out. Right. Mic drop. Boom. The Screaming Eagles podcast. Game. Well, what was the game? I can't even remember. So it. we had power. We had the it was the Let's Warriors not worry about game. That. They the Warriors us. game killed us. Kieran Foran killed us. It was fucking horrible. Yeah. And then we came up against... The powerhouse. Would you say the sleeping giant of the NRL comp? I would, because Aaron Woods definitely looked asleep out there. (laughs) The Tigers. Human manner, I would say it was a battle of the props. It was... It was decided in the middle. So... It was really the... It was the battle of the fullbacks and centres and wingers. So Parra got a win. So we'll we'll start on the positives because we hadn't had a win. We'd lost four in a row, coming up against a red hot Tigers outfit that had just beaten the Cowboys, who we all know are one of the best teams in the comp this year. But I've got to say I wasn't that impressed with it, and the forwards in particular for Para, I'm really not happy with where Para are at at the moment. So Tim Manor is probably. I've mentioned him before, but someone sent me a stat here. He played 28 minutes today. So he's a captain. This is mm. your captain is on the field. He plays 28 minutes. Mm. How many hit-ups? Mm. You, you, if you're only playing 28 15? minutes. Six. This is your captain in yeah. a game when you're losing. Yeah. I mean, he's the guy needs to retire. Yeah. Like... I've got nothing personal against him. Well, apart from him trying to force his religious views down my throat. But otherwise, it's just not good enough. Now, Parra's defence in the ruck was absolutely atrocious. Mm. Any other team but the Tigers, I reckon we lose that game by 30 points. They they just walked upfield at will. Mm. And heaven knows how. Maybe I should be praying. Wow, heaven 
because that's the only way we got over the line. So I'm still not happy, but I'm a lot happier than if we lost. I looked at your team today, and it's the first time I've watched Para probably like a full game. I normally catch a few bits here and there, and it's the first time I've watched them a full game in the last few weeks. There's a bunch of nobodies on that team. There are. And I'm not just having a dig. No, no, no. But you look at it and you just go, well... Kaiser Pritchard's too out of little. the seven out of the seventeen, there's probably three or four. There's probably like six, yeah. I would yeah. say, who are NRL. Yeah, you got Corey Norman, Gutherson, Rod Radra, Jennings, um, Nathan Brown, Nathan Brown, and then Manu Ma'u. Manu Ma'u. and then the rest is just fucking a bunch of. Nobody's and never yeah, will be. Both Scott's old and he's, injured now. Yeah, he's not doing anything. <sighs> it's just it's it's, it's great, funny it? like how it's gone from you've gone from having a pretty good team last year to just nothing this it's season nothing. and it's yeah. I, I I again I'm not I'm not having a go, like I'm being honest. Yeah. I would rate Manly anywhere from eight to eleventh. Yeah. In I think you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they I, could be higher based yeah. on the th- four, in a, four yeah. in a row, was it? Three, three in, in a row. row. But just in terms of what we've got and whether we gel or whether our coach is good enough, but you look at the players and you go, okay, well, based on the players, this is where we could be. Man, I would say Paris, it's... They, they, they could be... they could be Bottom three. They could be bottom three. Yeah, yeah. And it does... Because you, you compare it to yeah. other teams like, yep, yeah, okay, so Newcastle are going to get the wooden spoon. Tigers gonna nice. be down there, yeah. and then you think, well, who's who else is down there with you? I mean, yeah, well, we just got out. spanked by the Warriors. Yeah, but then with the teams we've beaten, I mean, we beat Manly first round that again. We always nothing. said it's yeah. we beat St George well. Yeah, and there, that's the two other wins we've had, and then the Tigers. Mm. I think they just don't look very well organised. Their line speed was terrible. You know they. And have you seen a game with more forward passes in it? Like dumb seven forward passes that like oh. it was called seven forward passes called. Yeah. Now normally a game there's like three or four that don't get called, so that's seven that got called. So can you imagine how many were fucking in that game? It was crazy. Yeah. I'd, I've never seen anything like it. It was freakish. And the tries they got, you know, as you pointed out while watching the game, a lot of them came from just turn around you yeah. know end to end stuff yeah against there the was none of that what you want to see as a you know as a competitive team is pressure and converting pressure into points mm. and what we tend to see with power is just no pressure dumb mistakes you letting teams run straight up the middle of them i'm still ugh, it's it's not it's not looking good no. and that's what that's why Getting Mitchell Moses, I don't think he's... He'll turn it all around. I don't, no, he won't. But they need they need players. They yeah. need more first-grade caliber players. And Mitchell Moses, I don't think, is an immortal, but you know he's got to be better at 5'8 than Brad Takarangi. Mm. I don't know Tigers fans are blowing up about that, but he is. Brad Takarangi, maybe he can go back to being a fill-in, you know, a mediocre centre. Mm. Um, and ironically, Brad Takarangi probably won us the game today so yeah you know I, I i don't rate him as a 5-8 but he put that little kick in um yeah. that got us got us in the lead 
but yeah, I'm, I'm still not happy with where the yields are at. I, I feel like I've got a bit more pain in front of me. I think, as um, you said, though, the only the time that I'm looking forward to is when the mediocrity, mediocrity, I should say, is rewarded. Uh, and during the Origin break, I think I'm fairly comfortable. We won't have a lot of players on Origin duty, mm. so uh, we've got a decent Jennings, maybe. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Well, he looks he likes slow. Re- yeah, reward. He likes to reward. Yeah. He's old, slow players. Yeah. The Screaming Eagles Podcast. Hard stats. Hard stats. Hard stats. Mm. So this Hard. is this is this is the segment where we really we, we, we like to dig deeper. We're not just satisfied with the with run of the mill stats. Because I it's, think it's sometimes it's what you don't see. Opinions mean fucking nothing. <laughs> Fuck you and yeah. your opinion. Who are you to give me? Who are you to give me your opinion? You're nobody. You're a fucking really stay-at-home dad. <laughs> all right. How dare you come in here to the end and put now. your opinions on me? Yeah. All right. What about if I can back them up with facts? <laughs> well, if you've got stats, <laughs> then I'll listen. And this is where we're going to do it. Hard stats. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck opinion. Fuck opinion can be one way or the other. It means nothing. But stats are fucking. Hard evidence. Put this under evidence B. All right? Put this under glass. Your Honour. All right, so you brought it up the other day, and it's just been proven again. Supercoach. Supercoach TB, when wearing a hat, not any hat, mind you, a manly hat, Yeah. he is three from three. Yeah. He has won three games. And it's it's there from three starts with a hat, and it's 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 obvious. You, no he one can has look lost at him every game when he doesn't wear a hat. Yeah, and it's just so obvious that I can't believe that one of his coaching staff before the game doesn't go up to him and go, "Remember, guys, we need to complete our sets, and Trent, you need to wear this hat." <laughs> the problem, you know, it's it's one of those things though, where. The, I have no doubt the coaching staff wanted to say it to him, but when they see him without a hat on, they mm. just get lost and they forget. Well, they go, Trent, you're late again. You've been late literally. <laughs> you, you, you've been late literally every game. What What's going on? He goes, did my hair this morning, yeah. guys. What do you think? And I spent just... three hours on this fucking thing, and they go, well, it's pretty magnificent. You do look great, Trent. It's what we talking it's about. It's a white man's afro. No, don't it's, remember. Yeah. And well, then, is there a game on? Don't remember. What can I help you with? Well, and there's well, they don't want to cover it up. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? I don't want to. I don't want it to be covered up. But yeah. it's only when you finish. It's like when you look at some really nasty porn, yeah. and you feel a bit dirty afterwards. Yeah. But that's you only realise only afterwards. Afterwards, yeah. you go, Well, I'm sure oh, they're full of remorse. Going, oh, I should have put the hat on his head. Yeah. But probably shouldn't have watched yep. that. Anyway. So some other hard. So. I mean, that's a stat which could really help Manly if they hey, just look at it. That's not even... It, it's 100%. 100%. There's no, there's no, no standard no. deviations allowed. There's no margin for well, error. We don't do that. Yeah. We only go with 100%. <laughs> there's no exception that makes the rule without yeah. hard stats. Okay. Hard stats. So another hard stat is with Darcy Lussick coming off the bench yep. for Manly... Zero and two. Yeah. Darcy Lussick. Can I can I say this? Darcy Lussick... Coming like, off the bench, mind you. Okay. Maybe he needs a Maybe starting role. Start. He hasn't started. So I'm not saying You're he not needs to be up cut. Him. I don't say he needs to be cut. I'm just saying that perhaps he's a better starter than someone like AFB or 
Brent Lawrence does well, but yeah, I know. I'm just yeah. I'm just, I, I'm prefacing it by saying off the bench, off the bench, zero and two. I do have to say though, I followed Darcy last. He's he's blocked some of our magnificent seven mm. listeners, but he's not blocked me, and he carries on like a pork chop. On Twitter, I'm oh, gonna say him and Pete need Pete's to get a fucking room. Need to just go and bang. Yeah, like they they just always flirting with one another. Yeah. It's like a 17 year old Facebook messaging his sweetheart. Yeah, it's and he does it again when they've just lost a match and he's joking around with Pete's on Twitter. Mm. Mate, go and fucking win your spot in the starting side. Yeah, so your team doesn't lose because it's on you and it's on Trent Barrett's hat. That's right. Yeah. So, well, there you go. There is one other thing. Yeah. There is another reason why Manly are losing. Okay. There's next. There's another one in hard stats. <laughs> Manly are 0 and 2 when Frank Winterstein plays well. Wow. Is this the. You'd almost call this the Willie Army effect, right? No, oh, he didn't play well. He never played well. But Frank Winterstein has played well the last two weeks. And Manly have lost. So it's kind of like, I guess it takes us to be playing really badly for him to, for him to go, fuck, I need to try. I need to put in here. Yeah. So when you see Frank Winterstein putting in, like doing above <laughs> the minimum, you know we're in trouble. Because <laughs> even Frank's gone, oh shit, we're in trouble here. I might need to do more than three hit-ups in this game. So. Jeez. Yeah. Is it is it more like a case of him just being he's like normal. He's just he's cool hand Frank. Cool hand Frank Winterstein. But he just looks really good because everyone around him looks so shit? Or is uh, it like no, no. he rises? I mean, he got, no, he got yeah, he got a try. Okay. He runs more meters, he makes more tackles. So I think it's more the fact that he realizes that everyone else is playing badly and he's like, oh, it's on my shoulders. So what? What's the Frank, answer? He, he talks to himself and goes, "Frank, Frank, time to, time to get tropical. <laughs> Let's do Frank this." Frank the tank. Frank the tank, and he says, "Everyone, get on my back. We're going streaking. I'm carrying us to victory." <laughs> <coughs> the, the 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 um the mind is willing with Frank, but the flesh is weak. That's <laughs> that sounds like all the other way around. It's one or the other. Christian friends. Yeah. Shout out to Hillsong um, listeners. So, uh, yeah, so that's three hard stats. So if we can try and turn that around, if we can bring Lussick, if we can start Lussick, yep. if Trent can wear a hat, and if Frank Winterstein can start playing badly... Or, yeah, or just not play. Or, eh, I think if he's on, because no, he's on there, but he just doesn't play that well. So if, if, you, if you don't if hear you his don't, name... If you don't notice that Frank's playing, Manly it means winning. that we're going to win. <laughs> if you go, hang on a sec, it's the 70th minute. Is Frank out there? We're going to win. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen him all game. Okay. But anyway, that wraps up. Hard stats. Hard stats. We'll have to write a song for hard stats. Yeah. Given the, the I huge... I think like a porno, more like a... Mm, give me the hard stats. <laughs> it's kind of... Yeah, it's weird. shove that hard stat weird up being me. in a room with you talking like that. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. But given this... You know, being a viral sensation... Yeah, you'll uh, Rustle something up. Yeah. We'll see what yeah. we can do.
Supercoach, uh, for all of those of you who didn't take us up on our offer of joining the Screaming Eagle Supercoach League, fuck you. Yeah. Because we're having a great time. Yeah. Some of, some of us are having well, a great time. Some of us are undefeated. Some of us who only drafted para players in their team. So let's, uh, we're going to talk about, we're just going to quickly touch upon Super Coach. So all those people who aren't playing it might get a little bit bored. If you're not bored already, you might have got bored during hard stats. I don't know how though. It's riveting. <laughs> um, at the moment, we've got joint leaders. We've got uh, Races Rejects, which is Ryan. Now, Ryan's a good friend of the show. He sent a lovely email to us a couple of years ago. Just yes. saying, how, yeah. Okay. Saying how much he enjoys it. And he, before I was on. He brought a tear to the eye. Was that lie. before I joined? Before you were on and ruined it for everyone. <laughs> Haven't heard from Ryan since. So maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, then we've got Bozo's Boozers, which is uh, the right bloke, Andy. Okay. Uh, both undefeated on eight points. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. We've then got to, to, to uh, bring out the top four. We've then got a young fella who's got a bright future in front of him, which is uh, me. Choose the door. I'm on seven points. I'm undefeated. I haven't been defeated, but I did tie with the um, fourth place, uh, Lloydie's Legends, which is David. Okay. Um, so we're on seven points because we share the points. I personally wanted to go to Golden Point. Yeah, that's And weird. try and kick a field goal. <laughs> Great I, th- English, I, I think but... we could have done, yeah, I think we could have done something where we had to pick one player and both players then had to meet at a at a at a like a, a park, okay, like just Moyland, for, yeah, young Matt Moyland versus the young, and I would have put DCE in Paul there, Gullen. and they would have just kicked it until one of them, and then we would have had a winner. But Supercoach hasn't caught up to our brilliant ideas yet. Yeah, uh, we bring out the uh, we bring out the top four. Um, then we've got a bunch of people on. Actually, we've got one guy on. We've got two people on six, which is. Team Jabbit, which is Nathan, and Rox Ravages, Mark. And Mark's a para supporter. Good He's on come him. from you. Okay. Uh, then we've got a guy who really doesn't deserve to be up so high, but we've got a guy called Rick. Tricky Ricky, no more tears. Uh, the reason his team's called No More Tears is because I beat him last year and he had a big fucking sook and didn't want to play this year. Okay. Um, but then he turned it around and decided to join the comp. Um Interesting story about what happened last year. Did I tell you about what happened? <laughs> yeah, so, tell me. So what happened was, is basically it was between me and Ricky to make the top eight last year in our comp. Yeah. Right? Came down to the final game of the season. Mm. We're both on the same amount of points and we're both playing teams that we were going to beat. Yeah. But the difference was he was playing a team that was a lot worse than the team I was playing. So his for and against was going to be better. So he was going to make the top eight. Yeah. And I saw that and I knew what was going to happen. I thought, fuck, this is really shit. Yeah. So what I did was I sent a message to the person who he was going to play. Yeah. Who had pretty much given up on Supercoach at that point. Yeah. And I said, look, you've got a whole bunch of players who named your team who don't even play anymore. They're injured or whatever. Yeah. Make trade this person for this person, do this and this. Trade this guy for Rapana <laughs> or somebody, and just made a couple of um, tactical tactical things trades. to get get it up. <laughs> That's dastardly. Before behind his back, and he wasn't aware. Sure enough, the game kicks off, and lo and behold, this team has gone from being shit to suddenly scoring well. 
Ricky still beat them, but they the the four and against put was like fourteen was like forty points or something. Okay. Whereas the team I played, I absolutely smashed by like two hundred. <laughs> and Ricky, Ricky's there on Twitter going, "I can't believe it! I can't believe it! This person's done shit all for the last like eight games! I can't believe it!" And then I took a little screen grab of the message I sent to them and said, "Well, I might have had something to do with it." <laughs> And uh, it didn't go down well. That's and fair he's held, he's held a grudge ever since. He said it was cheating. I said it was just good team management. Yeah, it's it's roster management. Yeah, it's roster management. Yeah. The person could have turned around and said, no, I don't want to do it. Or, look, I, you know. Yeah, no, You don't just fair. play the person in front of you. No, you got to play. you got to play, you gotta play, play the whole next board. Year. I do that. Yeah. I did that in uh, my NFL fantasy league last year yeah. where I was gone, but I had a really good running back. And one of the guys sent me a message going, oh, mate, you're gone and I've got no running back and I'm playing this guy this week mm. and he's got me covered, but can you trade me the running back and we'll sneak it in under the uh, under the waiver wire that they have. All right. And I did it mm. because I also thought, well, you know what, if I play next year, I'm going to have a bit of goodwill up my sleeve mm. to, to get him to, yeah. you know, I don't owe anything to anyone. Yeah. If the other guy would have asked me, I probably would have done it as well. Mm. But so you got to, yeah. So anyway, play the so, long game, Ricky. So it was a it, it it was our game this week. Yeah, I was up against Ricky. So what happened? Smashed him. <laughs> Not even fucking close. Because you were sitting at the pub. Yeah. In the titty bar, going. I'd like I to say smashed Ricky. I'd like to say it was close, but there's no point in lying to you and the listeners. <laughs> we're not. We're we're about keeping it real. And I could have actually smashed him by 120, 125 points if I played Kafusi. Yeah. But I didn't. Outsmarted myself. Well, you still win. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, so that brings. Um, that's the top eight, is it? Well, no, no. There's that's there's a few more, but um, let's I not think go down to last. Let's... So let's. Uh, what, so so then there's a few people. Uh, everyone's in it, kind of thing, you know. We're only into a few rounds into it. But I just got to point out the final three. Yeah. We've got Arcos, which is run by Jason, and then we've got in dead last. We've got my two. Co-hosts, <laughs> Harry Midgets, which is Cyrus, and the Northern Eagles, which is Billy. Yeah, not a win, not even close to a win. Mm. Your for and against is horrendous. <laughs> yeah. Not even a win. I think you're bringing down the whole podcast by not even. Well, I did draft all para players, and that my mm. fortunes tie, kind of tie in. With the eels' fortunes, and then I traded like crazy to get rid of them, but you can only do two trades a week. Yeah, that's right. And I've so I've still got like a bunch a lot. of deadbeats on my yeah. team that I'm trying to get rid of. And also in the opening rounds, I was playing the long game, going, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna earn cash." Yeah. But I realised you have to make the eight for that to even be worthwhile. Yeah. And I'm probably not gonna make the eight. Not at this rate. But that's okay. I can turn it all around, like the eels. Yep. I'll turn it all around. It's a long game. <laughs> yeah. And the upside of me having all these para players during the bye weeks, you look gonna, at, whoever you're look playing, at. whoever you're playing round twelve is going to get smashed. You can take those rep players <laughs> because I have got. Um, so what? So just quickly, what trades are you going to make uh, this week? Well, I got rid of Gutherson last week, which which was a heat. mistake. Yeah, which was a mistake. Um, I've got this guy, Suley, from the Tigers that I need to get rid of. Yeah, he's peaked. And I've got Frank Pritchard, who's out injured, that I need to get rid of from mm. the Eels. 
I've also got Bevan French, who's out injured, and I feel like... But I'd keep him. Uh, maybe I'll keep him. you got so many players to get rid of. I've got a lot him. of players to get yeah. rid of, though. So I'm just going to... And I, I bought um, Frawley, the Bulldogs halfback, because I read something in the 10 minutes I was racing to get my trades in, how mm. he was good value. And then he scored like... He played like 20 minutes in the game. Well, he's coming off the bench. You should You should have bought him but not played him. Yeah, so I need another half. Mm. I traded Gutherson for him. Right. Which wasn't that so That wasn't smart. a good game. So no. maybe, maybe I'm not I think the you're person in a, to you're in a hole. To. I'm in a hole. I need to dig myself but out. But you know what? I was in your shoes last year. Okay. Made the eight. There you go. A, few, a bit of wheeling dealing. <laughs> so I just um, need to message the people I'm playing against. Yeah, for me, I'm not really going to make any major changes. I like how my team is. I'm going to trade Trent Merrin because he's done absolutely nothing this season and he's cost me over a hundred grand, um, and that's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to trade him and just keep the cash, and I'll probably next week I'll probably trade another cash cow and yeah. keep the cash. Wait till we start going to Origin period with a. I want to have about anywhere between four hundred and five hundred thousand in my bank. In the bank, wow. Going into Origin. To then get it, bring in some really good players. Call that a war chest. Because mm. I'm undefeated, I can afford a couple of losses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. All right. Well, that kind of wraps Is that it up. It? That's it. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, and as we always say, may your dreams be filled with maroon and white, and may Dylan Walker kiss you good night and pass the ball for a change. <laughs> <laughs> good night, Australia.
Alright, this is the bonus track at the end that we promised during the uh, podcast. Anyone who's listened this long until the end of the outro music, which goes for a long time, the first person to tweet at us, first person to tweet Petersham in dollars at us, will get $10 of stripper bucks at the Petersham Inn. Boom. Boom.